Hi, my name is Gina Yu, and I am the co-host of the Convos with My Korean Mother podcast. I co-host the show with my mother, who immigrated to America from Korea in her late 20s. Each week, we share a relaxed and honest conversation to explore the joys and complexities of being a woman, being a mother, and being Asian in America. My hope is that listening to my mother and me share these conversations will make you smile, laugh, probably cry a little, and importantly, encourage you to talk to your own mother or other elder and hear their story too. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Convos with My Korean Mother podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. On today's show, we're going to talk about customs. Now, I grew up under my mother's roof in the early part of my life, and one would imagine we share similar behaviors, similar customs, and we definitely do. However, I consider myself to be, I would say, more American than Korean, and I definitely think we have different customs. Um, On this show, we kind of mixed things up a little bit, and each my mother and I chose one point of discussion, And my mom chose to talk about chung. And chung is a pretty popular discussion point when it comes to Korean culture. But the interesting thing about it is that there's no direct translation into English. But I think if you listen to our conversation and you hear my mother's memory about chung and the way she talks about it, I think that's the best way to kind of depict it and define it. Throughout the conversation, I also noticed there was... There are some like reoccurring themes in the way that my mother, in in her responses, and I share them at the end of the show after the conversation. But I'm curious to to know if you listeners also pick up on these kind of patterns in the way that she replies, and I wonder if you might recognize these types of patterns in the way that your own parents or your own elders speak and respond to questions that you might have for them. So here we go. Here is my conversation with my Korean mother. Let's start off. You can choose something that you want to talk about. Something that's something where our culture or our custom is different because I'm born in America and you were born in Korea. Because I'm not going to pick up. Chong, Chong, which is like my mother looked it up. Affection. 근데 영어로 진짜 wordy on 없는 거 같아. I think yeah. in English there's actually not a real true translation for Chong, but in Korean it's called Chong, and the closest definition we can give you is affection. Chong uh, 뭐? 나청 없다고? I don't have Chong. 하는 걸? 나는 미국에 살면서 정이라는 것을 많이 베풀어서 미국 사람한테 미국 사람한테 많이 보여줘 갖고 성공했다고 생각합니다. 사, 그리고 좀 이지하게 이민 생활을 했고요. 이민 생활은 뭐야? 어, 이미그레이션 생활을 이민 생활 여기에서 살면서 So she thinks that in all the years that she's lived here, she feels like because of the chong, the the affection that she has shown she's that's why she's found success and had success and that it's helped her assimilate or assimilate to, like 미국에서 더 comfortable 더 쉬, yeah 쉽게. she thinks mm-hmm. that that's what 
has helped her transition be more smooth and assimilation to the country be more smooth because of your tongue. 네. How? 어, 하루는 우, 우리 아들이 친구랑 어디 있다고 갔는데 one day her my brother her son said he was somewhere with his friend and she went there. 다 콜라를 하나 먹고 햄버거를 먹는데 하나이가 안 먹고 있었어요. But where was it? A mall, someone's house, and a park. Burger King, some shopping okay, mall. Okay, so it was some kind of like a shopping mall, like a Burger King and a shopping mall, and and he was with his friends, and there was one kid who wasn't eating anything. Mm-hmm. 그래서 데뷔한테 왜 쟤는 아무것도 안 먹느냐 그랬더니 돈이 없어서 안 먹는 거라고. So she asked, "Why isn't that kid eating anything?" And my brother replied, "Because he doesn't have any money." 친구들끼리 애들끼리 돈을 사주고. 그러는 mm. 게 없었던 문화였던 것 같은데. So she saw that and she thought, oh, I guess these kids don't have that kind of sensibility or like custom to like let's pull in our money so we can help him get some food. 그래서 항상 아들한테 일곱 개가 필요하면 항상 열 개를 주었던 것 같아요 돈을. 일곱 개가 일곱 개 나인이지? Seven. Oh, so she feels that she's taught my brother if you need seven. If someone needs seven, you give them ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. 그 돈은 이제 주위 사람들한테 친구들이고 누구고 뭐 사주고 쓰라고 그 돈을 엑스트라로 넉넉히 줬어요. So she gave extra money to him so that he can help use it and pay it forward with his other American friends, which she calls Jewish friends because our neighborhood was very heavily populated with um, Jewish population. Um, 그, 그러면 그날 그한해안 먹었는데 어, 내가 사줬죠. Okay, so, so then I just asked her just to go back to that instance to remember the Burger King or whatever. If if that kid ended up not eating a meal, and she said that she of course bought him some food. 나 역시도 미국 생활하면서 미국 사람들한테 항상 조금 넉넉했던 것 같습니다. 넉넉이 뭐야? 조금 뭐뭐 giving more. 조, yeah. So I I think she's saying. In her time in America, she feels like she's always been very generous and giving yeah. towards Americans. 그 미국에서 give and take라는 그 말이 나는 별로 그 좋은 말이 아니라 생각합니다. And the American saying of give and take, she she doesn't particularly think that's a a good thing. Give and take, it's a give and take. Little more, more 더 주면은. 언제든지 복은 올것 같습니다. She thinks if you give more, you will at some point receive more lucky, more luck, more mm-hmm. fortune. 그렇게 나는 미국에서 살았습니다. That is how I have lived in America. 정. 정. 그러면 엄마 나 보고. 나정 있는 것 같아요. So when you see me, does it seem like 어, I 많죠. have 정? 많지. 이모들도 oh, 그렇고 정이 딴애딴 사람 딴 애들보다도 우리 애들은 정이 좀 많다고 생각합니다. She thinks compared to other kids, um, she feels like her kids have more of it of that character. Okay, I was gonna choose something too, which was specifically between. Well, I'm curious about you, but for me, I'm a mother of two young children, 
And as any parent knows, sleep training and sleep is a huge thing. So that's one big thing. And I I guess I'll categorize that under custom. One big different custom, maybe. In a modern day, today America, parents, I I think a lot of them, maybe majority of them, sleep train babies. They train them so they can sleep alone. And in Korea, I don't know about now, but when you were, Mm -hmm. you know, young parent, sleep training did not exist. People did not sleep train. So what did they do in Korea? 한국은 그냥 내추럴하게 자다 놀다가도 푹 쓸어서 자고 anywhere에. So in Korea, it's more than a natural way of like the kids running around and until they're tired, and then they just fall down asleep and and sleep when they're tired. 근데 어떤 게 잘하고 어떤 게 좋은 거는 법은 없는 거 같고. 어떤 거 좋은 거 봐. 어떤 방법이 좋은 건지 uh, uh, uh. 그거는 노바디 노. Who knows what the the true best way of method of you know this 음. is? 그냥 건강하게 진짜 정이 많게 사랑이 많게 키우는 게더 중요하다 생각합니다. I think what's more important is to raise the child healthy with a lot of chong and what's the last thing? Happy. Love, and 사랑, love. happy, and with a lot of love. 그러면 엄마가 나 sleep training 하는 거 보고 어떻게 생각했어요? So you watching me sleep train my two daughters, what did you think of that? 아 조금 싫고 해도 너무하다. A little didn't like it. I think she she does like more like hate, like kind of hated it, and I thought a little like this is too much. 네. Uh huh. 그것만? That's all you thought. 아니 조금 내추럴하게 좀 늦게 잘 수도 있고 일찍 잘 수도 있고 음. 막 그런데 너무 다이렉트하게 하니까 둘다 엄마도 스트레스, 아기도 스트레스. So she thinks a little. It would be nice if it was a little bit more natural of like, you know, they sleep a little late or they sleep a little early. It seems like it stresses out the the parent and the child. I can see that. 근데 좋은 근데 오케이 그러면 엄마가 제인 앤 존 보고 잘 자는 거 보고 아우 진짜 잘 자네 잘했네 뭐 그런 생각 안 해요? 오 잘했다. So do you, uh. When you see my two daughters, Jane and Joan, and you see them sleep, do you think to yourself like, oh, this is like pretty good. This is, you know, they're sleeping well. 아 그런 것도 있고 어떤 날은 애가 안 자려고 막 그럴 때 그냥 억지로 재우는 거는 좀 그렇고. Sure, I think that sometimes, like as in. I think it's great. And then other times I think, oh, to put them to bed when they're not tired is not, that's not so great. 그러면 엄마가 어떻게, 엄마는 어떻게 했어? What did you do? 생각이 잘안 나긴 해도 I don't really remember. 그냥 어떤 날은 내가 피곤해서 내가 먼저 잔 날도 있었고 Some nights she feels like she remembers where she would fall asleep first. Oh, I remember I, oh, how old was I? Maybe elementary school? Maybe middle school, maybe elementary school. I think I slept in your room until I was elementary or middle school. We would sleep on the ground, Upa and me, on the ground around your bed. Yeah. 
내가 가운데서 자고 내가 지금도 기억할 때 군메모리가 내가 가운데서 자고 한쪽은 선이 자고 한쪽은 도로 가자는데 one memory she had a good memory was that she sleep in the middle and she'd have my brother on one side and me on the other side 각자 엄마 얼굴을 끌어당기면서 나보고 자라 그러고 yes and then we'd we'd kind of fight over who's who my mother would look at you know we would say look at me you know look at me as we're falling asleep 그럴 때가 아주 아주 내가 해피했던 거 생각이 잊어버리지가 않습니다. And she thinks back into the time and thinks of how happy she was then. See, 웃기는 거가 내가 그거 들으면 어우, 나나 절대로 그렇게 못못 그래서 내가 하루 So I think I'm saying when I hear that that situation, I think to myself, oh my god, I would never be able to do that. I would never do that. 그래서 one day 밑에다가 큰 이불을 깔아놓고 니네 식구 네 명이 한꺼번에 같이 자보는 것도 애들한테 군 메모리. So one day you guys, she's telling me, you guys should lay out a big blanket on the ground and all four of you guys sleep together and it will make a good memory. I think, I think yes, I think that will be a good memory. But I think I'll be really tired. 근데 왜 weren't you tired? 그러면 항상 안 졸려왔어, 엄마? Were you always tired? Because that always means you're not sleeping a good night of sleep. 그렇지 항상 엄마라는 직업이 원래 그런 게 엄마라는 직업이라는 생각도 들고 어 잡이. I feel like that's just the natural mother's job, the nature of a mother's job. 나는 필라 갔을 때 엄마가 우리 할머니 엄마가 우리 애들이 데리고 필라를 가면 할머니 할아버지가 안 자고 우리를 기다리고 할머니는 아침에 일찍 일어나서 밥 해주고 우리 잘 때도 밥 해주고 그래서 엄마는 안 피곤해 그랬더니 엄마가 뭘 피곤하냐? So my mom remembers when my grandmother this is when my grandmother and grandfather lived in Pennsylvania and my mother and we lived in New York and we would drive late to Pennsylvania after a full days of work and then my mother remembers my grandmother waiting up for us late in the night and then she'd cook us all the different meals cook us food upon arrival late at night and then wake up in the morning cook us food and my mom asked her mother like aren't you tired don't you get tired and she said what did she say 엄마가 뭐 피곤하냐 엄마라는 자비 엄마가 뭐 피곤하냐 Um, why would I be tired or what mom tired something along along those lines of implying that's what it is like it it just is what it is it's it's a mother you're you're being a mother I'm a mother why would I why wouldn't I be tired maybe it's a good translation of it Even though a mother's job is hard, did you say? Tired? Yeah. It comes with value. And so it's something you must do. Happy. So again, she's coming to the conclusion of the mother's job brings great joy and happiness and happiness, yes, that over 
overwhelms and overcomes any of the tiredness and the difficulty. So she thinks that we, we, there should always be a, a spirit of gratefulness, or you should always say thank you. Very positive, Amma. Always positive. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with my mother. I wanted to go through some of the things that I noticed and I picked up on in the way that my mother replies to some of the questions that I pose. Not just in this episode, but also from the episodes before. One thing I noticed is that my mother often doesn't remember things about the past, things that I would think that she would remember. And on this show, you know, recorded, I think there's only one instance where she just says she doesn't remember what happened. But in my conversations with her throughout my many years living with her, she definitely says she doesn't remember a lot of things. And it surprises me. You know, I asked her about sleep training about or, you know, what she did to put us to bed. And she's she just says, I don't I don't really remember. And I feel like for me, what if I'm lucky to be 60 something, I'm going to definitely remember sleep training and what I did because it was so painful and complicated and it took so much of my time and energy with my husband. It just doesn't, I guess, happen to my mother. I don't know. I mean, it makes me wonder... Does she suppress it? Is she, does she legitimately not remember it? I just, I just don't know. Another thing I noticed, which kind of marries back to the point of her not remembering details from the past is when she does remember things or when she gives me a response, it's very, sometimes it's very simple. You know, there's almost like an oversimplification of things, at least based on the way she replies to my questions. For example, you know, how could you not sleep train us? Were you really tired? You know, you like you must have been so tired if you didn't have a good night's rest. Her response is, yes, I was tired. There's a simplicity in the way that she responds, and which I believe means that there's a simplicity in the way that she thinks about things. It's very straightforward, simple, easy, clear. And to me, a lot of the times the topics that, you know, we're talking about are complex. They're complicated. You know, there's a good and a bad component. I love it. I hate it. It's good and it's bad. And for her, it just doesn't seem that way. Things seem so straightforward and and easy, you know? And I wonder if you guys maybe experience that and feel that way about the types of conversations you guys have with your parents or your elders. Uh, Lastly, this is, I thought was really interesting. My mom talked about her own mother, my grandmother, in the show. She talked about my grandmother in, I think, episode one as well. And when she talks about, you know, relives the memory with my grandmother, I feel like it tends to be kind of a copycat situation of, like, a conversation that I would have with my mother. And my grandmother would give a similar response that my mother would give to me. But then my my grandmother's response is like five times more intense or more towards the direction of my mother's response. So, for example, in this conversation on this show, my grandmother, you know, responds to my mom asking her, like, isn't it? Aren't you tired? And my grandmother said, 
what do you mean tired or something along those lines? And she doesn't even like validate the question to my mother. My mother asks her, you know, like kind of probably as a young mother, like you're waiting up for us to come visit you and and then you're going to wake up early tomorrow morning and make us food. Like, don't you get tired? And my grandma's just like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And I think that's interesting because clearly that's where she gets it, right? Because when I ask my mother about, you know, weren't you tired when we weren't sleep trained and we kept you up all night? And she just responds, yeah, I was tired. And, and that was it. You know, it does not make a big deal. So I guess that's kind of like one level improved from the responses that my grandmother gave to my mother. At least my mother validates me and validates hardships, the concepts of hardships and difficulty and challenge. You know, she, she gave me the validation of, yes, I was tired. But then she doesn't linger on it. She doesn't indulge me in like, oh, I was so tired and it's so hard. She's, she always steers it back to positivity afterwards. You know, but that's what being tired is part of the mother's role. And there's so much goodness in being a mother and there's so much love. And that's what you remember. And I just think that's interesting. So maybe, you know, as each generation passes our responses change and evolve and maybe become more honest more open so you know that makes me wonder I wonder what my response is going to be like if my daughter ever asks me when she's older you know was it hard for you mom what am I going to say I think if I had to guess right now I'd probably overindulge and just overshare probably and just say yeah it was really hard and it's motherhood you know, really took it out of me and you owe me a lot. (laughs) I mean, I hope I don't do that. I hope that I can give a response that's validating to my daughter, daughters, I should say, and is honest, but is also not overwhelming to them. And I guess I have some time and some years to perfect that. So here's hoping I get it right. Thanks again for joining us. And This is episode three. I don't know where this is going to go, but I hope that you guys come along and keep listening. So until next time, thank you for listening to the Convos with My Korean Mother podcast. (music) 